All right, guys, what's up? Uh, my name is Jordan Gray, and that song you just heard was by Luca. It's called Untro. Uh, I highly recommend y'all check that out. But um, this is the first episode of my podcast. I'm still looking for a title for it, but I think I'm going to name it like right now, Welcome to My Life. I think that's a pretty good title, man. So for right now, that's like the first option, but I'm still like going to be thinking about um, things that I can name it. So how I want to structure my podcast, I think I want to do a song at the beginning from um, some artists that I listen to that may not be as known. And then after that, I think I want to uh, read some of my art, some of my poems, and then I'll just get into uh, whatever I have to discuss. So like I said, like this first episode is just a test run and just bear with me. So this first poem is called What the Ear Sees. And instead of me explaining my poems, I think I'm just going to read them and let you be the judge and let you let your creative minds uh, dictate whichever way you want the poem to go. And I'll just read them and just be a vessel for the poem to live. Again, what the ear sees. How I long for an escape from solitude. My deepest fear is not the fear of never finding someone to love, but to find her and not be ready. Deep in my thoughts, I still am under construction to become who I was meant to become. The blueprint was given to me even before birth. Yes, it lies in my father and mother. But to achieve this sense of nirvana, I go through hell just to live. I find myself in a constant chase for purpose. And if she will ever give me the time of day. Oh, how I feel so trapped in my own ways. What a gift and a curse to place on me. To look at my younger self and see the potential in me and fall short. Oh, who am I? So I ask you who I am, not because I don't know my own identity, but for you to show me the you in me. And maybe someday I connect the dots, but until then, tell me if you still believe in me. A showering of self-doubt I can only precipitate so often. When I look at you, I wonder if you see what I see or even feel the pain in my eyes. A swan resembling purity at its core. Who am I to manage? And if my heart could speak, it would beat to your rhythm. My sanity lies in your eyes, so please don't tumble. An echo of silence, powerful indeed. We met when I was still in my worst days, so please don't fret. Solitude was my best comfort, and in that comfort I found my peace. No longer was the dark skies dark. No, I became that night sky. So how can I react to a light so bright? How cold is one's heart, but you chiseled right through in the blink of an eye. If that love was transparent, can it transcend my comfort? Oh, my sweet swan, are you my fear? Again, it's called What the Ear Sees. Uh, that's a poem I wrote a while ago, um, a couple months ago to be exact. And so today what I'll be discussing, and as I'm recording this podcast, it's Sunday, it's 11.30 at night, so I had a long day today. Um, but I still wanted to get this podcast out and done. And 
First, let me introduce myself. Like I said earlier, my name is Jordan, and I'm 19 years old, but I'll be 20 uh, come June 24th, so that's a big step. And in these years of life, I would just like to, to portray life from my perspective and to really just break down how I feel about Satan. So the first thing that I'm going to be talking about is called passion and what passion means to me and what I think passion should mean for people in general. So to break it down, everybody has a skill and everybody has a talent. And then there are also people that have God-given abilities. So what separates a skill, a talent, and a God-given ability? Well, when you look at it, a skill is something that you can acquire and something that you can work on and eventually try to perfect. A talent is something that you're already good at, but you can always get to a higher level, but you're already at a level starting off higher than others. That's what I would say a talent is. And the God-given ability, now that's the tricky. How do you know what you have is God-given is the question. What separates a God-given ability and a talent? I feel that a God-given ability is something that God gives us, but it's not quite easy to grasp. I feel like the talent is something that you just know instinctively that I'm good at this. But I feel like a God-given ability is only something that can be unlocked through God and be used to benefit Him. And it's not an easy thing to realize because sometimes a God-given ability can be something that you do not want to do. So that brings me to passion and what passion means to me and what I think it should mean to everyone. So a passion to do something is, and let's just put this in a, for my age group, let's just put passion in the sense, you know, we're all in school or we're either working or we're doing something um, to build a foundation for the rest of our lives. And when you look at passion, a passion would be something that you just look forward to doing and it just doesn't feel like work or it doesn't feel like something that you're just doing just to doing it. It actually has a fulfillment as a reward rather than a monetary gain. And passion can be very, very hard to find and it can be very hard to make that decision of do I follow my passion or do I follow what everybody else is doing? Because there are a lot of Things you can be passionate about, but not quite feel that you can build your foundation for the rest of your life on it, if that makes sense. So you could have a passion, for example, for singing. And you could love to sing, and singing can bring you peace. You feel fulfillment in singing. But most people will tell you that singing is a very saturated thing and that it would be extremely hard for you to make a career off of singing. And that 
I feel is the problem with the world now. I feel that people will tear down other people for their passions for no reason whatsoever just to do it because that's not a normal thing to do. And sometimes our talents, our God-given abilities, our passion, sometimes those things are out of the norm. And something being out of the norm is always crucified. And I'm just here to tell you that it's something that I go through as well and that you're not alone in the process. But trust me when I tell you that you should always follow your passion over somebody else's voice trying to reach you. Because like at the end of the day, you have to look at yourself and see are you really getting fulfillment out of life? And when you really just sit back and think about life and what life is, it's really amazing to me. And it really astonishes me on how we as human beings look at life. So when you just break it down to the simple construct of everything, the earth has been here for millions of years. The earth has always, not always, the earth has been here for a very long time. And I'm only comparing the earth's time to a human's time. You compare these millions of years to earth and you look at us as such small creatures in the grand scheme of things. When you just look at the world. And out of those million years and the years to come, we only live, you know, and this is if you're lucky, you're blessed, you'll live to 60, 70, 80, 90. So let's just, let's just even throw hypothetically, and this does happen, but it's quite rare. So let's just hypothetically say everyone leaves the earth at 100 years. When you compare 100 year, years to millions of years, then what are we doing questioning what we were supposed to do on this earth? Why do we doubt? Why do we fear? When you really think about it, we're not going to even be here for that long of amount of time. And I just, I, I ponder on this a lot. And I just never really understand what it is that just makes us feel like we're incapable of doing extraordinary things. And I feel the problem, especially with people around my age, my age group, is that we are told at a young age that we can be anything that we put our minds to. And we're told about this by parents, family members, you know, friends, uh, other role models in our life. And the crazy thing to me is, is that people will tell you that. But yet, once you get older and you get around my age, people will tell you that what you want to do is an unrealistic thing to do. Now, isn't that amazing? How do you tell a young child and give them so much hope that they could be anything they want to do, but yet once you watch them grow up, you will tell them that their dream, their passion, their God-given ability is something they cannot achieve. 
And it's really devastating. It's really hurtful. And I can understand why people would be turned off to their talent, to their God-given ability because of other people. Because other people's words are so powerful and words can really persuade. The tongue is such a powerful, powerful thing. And it's really hard for people, especially around my age, to really stick with the path that you feel is best for you. And in that path, there's always going to be, you know, hurdles and obstacles. And the biggest hurdle that you'll ever go through is the hurdle with yourself. When are you going to look yourself in the mirror and just say, just forget what everybody else thinks? Like, if you're listening to this now, I just want you to go through this with me and just picture that you were on the earth by yourself and that you were alone. And it was just you. But you always grew up that way, so it never really fazed you that you were alone. And now imagine that there's no such thing as money. And tell me if you would be doing the same thing that you're doing now in that virtual reality. If money was never an issue, would you be doing whatever you're doing. And I know what some of you might say. Well, I have to have an income. I have to support, you know, family members. I have to do this. I have to do that. And I understand where you're coming from. But who's to say that you can't make a career out of whatever you want to do? Who's to say that your passion has to go to waste because of other people. We live in a day and age where our voices can be heard by millions and millions of people, but yet we only let a few silence us. Our reach is as powerful as ever, the things that we can accomplish, the things that we can do in life, but yet we will let one or two people, let 10 people tell us what we can't do and start to believe that we can't do it. Passion. Where is your passion? And just ask yourself, what are you passionate about? What do you love to do? What do you do that you don't even think about time? Because time is so relative. Like I made in my analogy about what's our lifespan to the earth, and you see how small it is. And then you start to think about your legacy that you're leaving behind. Do you want people? And trust me, people are always watching. When you think you're not being watched, when you think you're alone, somebody is always watching you. And my question to you is what legacy do you see yourself leaving behind? Do you, do you see yourself leaving behind a legacy that I know I could have done this if I tried? But I let society tell me that that was out of the norm and that I'd rather follow the crowd and be looked upon as a good person that's doing the right thing by a group of people instead of going outside the box, going outside the norm, using your God-given ability and taking it that way. 
Or would you rather lay everything out, bet on yourself, bet on that God-given ability, and you use that ability no matter how long, no matter how hard, no matter the long nights, you use that ability and you keep going. Because it's so hard just to stop. It's so, it's so hard to keep going. It's easy to stop, but it's so hard to keep going. All the things that can happen, it can really take you off guard if you're not looking for it, if you're not looking at it. And for all of you listening, I know all of you aren't going to be believers in God. I know all of you are not going to share the same faith or anything like that. And I completely understand. And trust me, there are still, me, I still would want to listen to all of your stories and all of the things you guys are going through. But I'm just here to tell you that my God is real. And when you grow up in a Christian background, I can understand why people would be turned off by it once they get to my age. I understand it. It's so hard, not hard, it's so easy to let life just get in the way of everything. It's so easy for that one person that's in the church to make you angry or do something to you and just make you completely turn away from God. It's so easy for all those things to happen. But yet God still loves you. And no matter what path you go through, God is always with you. And if you don't believe me, then we can go take a trip in my, my shoes, in my journey, and what I've been dealing with. So like I said, I'm 19, about to be 20. Um, I attended freshman year last year. And before freshman year started, I remember I was going to the same school my mom went to. We were really excited about it. And a couple weeks before school started, a couple weeks before I was going to move in, my mom went to the doctor and found out she had colon cancer. And that really threw me for a loop. And in the same time, my dad had a stroke and he wasn't able to do simple tasks by himself. So it was literally me as, I was 18 at the time, so it was me as an 18 year old every day pretty much watching my parents die. And that's a really cruel and hard thing to see. But in this time, I was still in college and I was still, you know, going to class, studying, having a good time, enjoying the college experience. And those outside things didn't really affect me as much. But then sophomore year came around and everything calmed down and I was at the house and 
it just hit me all at once. I guess I was trying to hide my pain in school and just get away from it all. But you realize that no matter how much you try to run in life, your problems always catch up to you. And it got to a point where I decided that I'd rather focus more on my family and put school second. And so it was so bothersome to me because I would just think about my parents 24-7 and just see if they were doing good because I went at the house. And college just, just seemed so distant to me because I just looked at my priorities. And I was just like, I'd rather spend this time with them over school because I don't want to choose school right now and something happens to them. And then I don't get that time back. If that makes sense. So, second semester, sophomore year, I decided that I was going to do online classes. That way I could stay at the house and take care of them. But in this time, I guess I was so... I, I don't know if it was just anger. It was a mixture of anger, confusion, sadness, helplessness, loneliness. All these in one. And these things kept me away from church. And I just didn't want to go, not, not for any other reason that I was lost and I was just trying to figure things out. But in that time, I realized that I can't do this by myself. I just couldn't. And I went to church and I just made the decision with myself that I've seen where I can take me in life. I know where that ends up. But I don't know. Well, in a sense, I do know, but I don't know it's that mystery and if I know where God can take me. I know the ultimate goal with God, and that's eternal life. I know that ultimate goal, but in the meantime, while I'm here, it's like a mystery in what I can do. I know I can achieve great things through God, but it's still a mystery, it's still foggy in what that greatness is. And some backstory, even as a child, I just remember myself just full of life, full of energy. And I remember telling myself one day that I was going to be great. Like I, I said those words verbatim when I was like seven or eight years old. Somewhere between six and eight years, I just said I was going to be great. Just randomly. I still remember to this day. I remember where I was and everything. And I, that just stuck with me throughout my life. And I'm 19 years in and it just... I felt at one point that, dang, like, what am I doing? Like, I'm not moving fast enough. Or I'm not doing enough. I could be doing more. Uh, I wish I had this. I wish I had that. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my life. I'm confused. And then I started talking to myself. and I started praying. And I started thinking about what life was and what God meant to me. And I made a decision to 
rededicate my life like a month ago, a month and some weeks ago, almost two months now. And I've been meeting with my pastor every week. We've been discussing things. We've been talking. And it's really been eye-opening and life-changing for me, uh, this journey that I'm going through. But um, I know how difficult it may seem, especially for us. It's just so much pressure, so, so much pressure. And it, it can be a situation where your parents aren't even pressuring you or your family may not even be pressuring, like outwardly saying it, but it's like you can feel it. You can feel them just expecting you to be and do a certain thing in life. And sometimes that thing isn't what's meant for your life. And it's a hard struggle to do and live up. I know it sounds crazy, but it's a hard struggle to live up to what other people expect you to be and to live up the way God wants you to be. It's a huge struggle. And I just know for myself personally that my life is meant for greater things. And the things that I'm doing right now are all things that I love to do. Mind you, I'm a biology pre-med major. And I love, I love science. I'm really interested in science. Like it just catches, it fascinates me. But most things fascinate me in life. Uh, every subject almost fascinates me. Just everything and just understanding things and all that is super fascinating to me. And my whole life, not to brag, but school has been so easy for me. And I feel like that's been really a hard and difficult challenge because people expect you to be this doctor or this lawyer or, you know, like stuff like that, an engineer. And you can do those things because you're, you know, you're very intelligent and you can actually achieve those goals. But for me, in my journey, I'm a biology pre-med major. School is easy to me. And yet, I just, I know that's not my passion. My passion is art and just every form of art. Writing, you know, poetry, creating. I just, all those type of things. They really makes me so passionate. And it's something that I love to do and it's something I could do for hours and not look at it as a burden in my life. Meanwhile, I'll be studying and I'll just be studying just to pass a test. And it's just something I'm just doing just to do because I'm just expecting like, okay, I graduated high school. The very next thing I got to do is college. Go to college. Okay, let's pick this major. Um, we're going to study, go to class, pass these tests, keep it moving. And sometimes you just got to stop. And you just got to think to yourself, what are you doing? Am I doing what I really want to do? Is this something that I love to do? Is there something else in my life that really draws my attention, but I'm putting it to the back seat because I'm doing what others expect me to do? And like I said, that's a very, very complicated thing to deal with. And so passion and God-given ability 
God is just, he really has a sense of humor when you think about it. And it's almost fascinating to me how things unravel themselves in life. I know how I told you just previously that I love, you know, creating and writing and poetry and all that. But it hasn't always been like that. I know me and my pastor were talking about God laying out puzzle pieces and you connecting a puzzle. Because God is, he doesn't just tell you or whisper to you, okay, I want you to do this at this age. You go here, you do this, and you're going to end up here. Like, it's not that direct. It'll be things like somebody else telling you this. Somebody else talking to you for 10 minutes, but in that 10 minutes, those 30 seconds is something that you, it just clicks. Like, okay, I know this is a God moment. And my puzzle pieces, I remember it was 10th grade in my English teacher class. We would go to lunch as soon as we got into class. So when we came back, she thought it would be a good idea for us to have journals and write down um, well, whatever we were thinking. And I remember the first time I did it, and I was like, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? I'll just write like a sentence or two and keep it at that. But every day, I found myself writing more and more, and I realized how much it helped. Because during this time, you know, I was going through you know, anxiety, depression, loneliness, you know, very... Very dark times for me in my life. Just finding myself, what I enjoy, what I love. All those things were just very, very hard times. And in these, writing in this journal, I found things getting easier and easier because I could just express myself and I would write, start writing pages of just thoughts. And I just would reread my thoughts and just see where I was and just keep it moving. It was so therapeutic. And writing is just so therapeutic to me. I can just get out everything, be it um, happy thoughts, sad thoughts, depressed thoughts, all those things. I could just write it out and just release all of that energy. And it was so, so therapeutic. And even to this day, however many years later, I still write. And it still is a therapeutic for me. And that's just an example of a puzzle piece, how you may think that whatever you're on, whatever path you're on, whatever you're doing in your life, you may think that it's pointless and not realize that it's leading you and it's preparing you for something that may come years down the road. And so I challenge you to ask yourself, what is your true passion? And I challenge you to go strive for that passion. Go take that God-given ability and strive to be the best that you can be. Forget everybody else's thoughts. Forget what everybody else has to say. It's okay to listen to advice, but at the end of the day, it's your life. It's your decision. And I just pray that each and every one of you will follow the path that you are meant to follow. And just be 100% in your passion. And some days may feel excruciatingly 
difficult. Some days you may feel stagnant. Some days you may feel like you took 10 steps forward. Some days you may feel like you took 20 steps back. And it's just such a roller coaster. But that's just the devil trying to keep you away from the end goal. Because God has already predetermined what you were going to become in life. So it's up to us. He gives us a choice on what we want to become. And one way is very easy. And one way is very hard. And the very hard path is the path that God wants us to take. Because in hardship, in pain, in struggle, you can look at it all throughout history. In hardship come victory. And in victory comes life. Fight for what you want to do. Fight for what you want to be in life. Fight for what you want to become in life. Don't let anybody keep you from doing what you want to do. You make your own way. Make your own lane. Just because it's not what society is used to does not mean society can't become adjusted to it. Break the mold of what you want to, of what society is. Break that mold. Because guess what? That mold isn't for everybody because everybody is unique. Everybody is different. Everybody has their own passion. And there's nothing wrong with doing things a different way. Everything that we do now was once foreign at some point in time. Everything we do now was once something that was out of the box, out of the ordinary. And it took great people to change their box. So my final question to you is, do you look to stay conformed in this box or do you look to break out and spread your wings and use your God-given ability to benefit the world? Now, like I said, um, with the things that I'm going through, for right now, I am currently, like I, you know, you're listening to my first ever podcast, so I'm doing that, and I have my own website where I talk about, you know, basketball, poetry, my physical and spiritual journey in life. Uh, I have a playlist of music that I like that I update every week. Um, I also love anime, and I'm going to start discussing anime at some point. You know, and just expressing how I feel about it because anime is another thing that has really helped me throughout the difficult times of my life. And to be completely honest with all of you, I find it very fulfilling to talk right now and to talk to you. And I don't even know if this is something that I'm meant to do or this is a sign or anything like that and I don't even know how many of you will actually be listening to this so you know I can have like one person listen to this but that's fine with me like I'm just now starting and this is my first time ever doing this and I'm really excited about it and you can expect me to be doing a podcast every week and just discussing different topics that's whatever is going on in my life but uh, finally, I want to tell you that you can find my website at www.jordangray.com. That's Jordan with an O and Gray with an A. 
Uh, you can also find me on Twitch at um, twitch.tv slash Jordan Gray. You can find me on YouTube. Uh, my YouTube is Jordan Gray as well. And you can also follow me on Twitter. My Twitter is Jordan Gray underscore. And I just want to thank all of you for listening and letting me be able to express myself. And I just want to thank you again. And goodbye.